0: Arizona falls to Washington State. Um, let me get this. Uh, sc- Actually, let me turn the TV off behind me. John Schuster, run with things for a second.
1: Uh, by hap- it's good to see that the start of this show has uh, is off to the kind of performance <laughs> that uh, defined Arizona basketball today. A uh, little, uh, little from the TMI category. Uh, I come onto these broadcasts, folks who listen, and folks who uh, you know are watching my excitable uh, machinations and the rest of it, constantly wondering, wow, why is it that chu has got so much life and he's so excitable? And so, you know, he's, he, he's always full of energy. Well, one of the reasons is that I like my afternoon naps and my uh, my preferred time is somewhere in the neighborhood of, you know, 230, 3 o'clock. It's nice to see that apparently the Arizona basketball team has the same circadian rhythm that I do. Uh, they, this was a lethargic disaster. And there really isn't uh, there 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 really isn't a whole heck of a lot of positive to say about it. So I think the overall question here is going to be, and it'll be interesting to get a, a feel for a lot of the folks who are going to comment and be rightfully irritated in the process. If this is one of those early one-off January, you just went through, you you just weren't into it and you know you you just kind of hit a wall and whatever it was and everything you couldn't figure it out and everything just kind of went in your you know just went against you and you were never able to get it back or whether this is a larger trend that's partially arizona playing poorly this is a terrible game for arizona they didn't they, they they pretty much didn't execute at any point uh so obviously it's arizona's worst game of the year but the Cats now have been in a few games here that have been a little bit closer during the course of a variety of them. Washington a couple nights ago. Uh, the ASU rally. Uh, so so it's so the, I think the question is, are you in? Is this a trend or is this one of those things a little bit more involved where, uh, you know, uh, Yeah, I don't know if Arizona had a bad day or if this is a,
0: a point in the season where Arizona is going to have to make necessary adjustments to get better. Shoot. I'm, I'm a little, I'll be little honest with you. And again, Arizona's a top 10 team. Take that Rudy Bastille. So we're going to get to you and I'll give you a little bit of credit here, but not right now. Um, Arizona is still a very good team, obviously, but there are real, warn- real concerns here. They they were absolutely terrible this entire game. Uh, Tabellus was the only one that came and played. Um, I get that Ballo was, you know, is still dealing with the effects of some sickness, but you know, at the end of the day, he's you're still have him out there, and Ballo, quite frankly, was terrible. Yeah. Um, and th- I think the thing that really sticks out at times. And again, got to preface this by saying still 15 and two. But the thing that sticks out at times, really, shoot, at least to me, is the lack of athleticism. I mean, the lack of just kind of dynamic athleticism out there. When you watch it like last year, maybe we took it for granted, but you had Matherin, who was a 10 plus athlete. You had Dalen Terry. You had Christian Coloco. You watch this group right here Kurz, uh, uh, Raimi, Larson. Valo uh, there really isn't anything that's overwhelming there from an athletic perspective and I think Arizona fans are certainly used to seeing that at least
1: now up to this point uh, Arizona's done a good job of dealing with teams against them who have uh, if you wanted to call them better athletes quote unquote you could does ASU have better athletes in Arizona yeah probably does Washington have better athletes in Arizona yeah probably does Washington State have better athletes in Arizona at this state. Day- stage probably. Does Tennessee have better athletes than Arizona? Yeah. I mean, pro- in, in, in whatever technical definition you want to use for quote unquote athlete. Uh, and, but Arizona has done a good job being a better team and having an advantage on the inside to be able to get the necessary uh, W's and move through. Today was just a disastrous game and a lot of things. Uh, but, but I think there's one stat that perhaps we should pay a little bit more attention to that points to what you're saying and illustrates the most significant difference and it trickles down into a variety of areas and that's the number of steals that Arizona gets per game. Mm-hmm. Arizona ranks in the bottom half of the country enforcing turnovers. Right. Uh, when you have a running team especially a team that likes to run consistently and open up big leads as we've been accustomed to Arizona doing it helps that you can do that with to borrow your phrase, athletes on the perimeter because then you can force the action a little bit more consistently. You can get into the passing lanes. You we know. saw
0: that We saw that for 25 years with Lute Olson,
1: And you saw it last year on a regular basis with uh, Tommy Lloyd's first team. The way that Arizona runs this year is a little bit different. Arizona runs off rebounding. They're a very good, generally speaking, a very good rebounding team. Mm-hmm. But there's a little bit of difference in that uh, from the way that you can consistently get up and down the court. About three weeks ago, when we talked about the Tennessee game, one of the things that I, I thought was really interesting and, and is going to be an issue for Arizona in the tournament is that Arizona is going to have to win games in the half court just because of the way they're built and that teams are going to understand ways to be able to slow them down a little bit. Uh, and and Arizona has been able, I think, figured out in that regard. So Arizona is going to have to be a very good half court team. Generally speaking, what they've been able to do effectively is pound it on the inside and let to Tabellus and Ballo take over and utilize their inherent advantage from that degree and then be good enough from the perimeter uh, to make enough shots to be good on the offensive end. But their perimeter defense doesn't have the personnel like right. it did last year to be able to consistently force possessions and as a result of that, get easy buckets in the process. So the result of this is a team scoring in the high 60s and low 70s as opposed to a team scoring nearly 90 points a game.
0: Right. And we're, there's a lot of guys that we're going to get to here. Um, but I think, uh, let's see, I think Mugshot, uh, let's see, Mugshot 318, great name, by the way, says, uh, to quote our good friend Kevin Woodman, sounds like it would be some punk rock band from California. But um, he said, our strength this year is the Ballow uh, uh, Bellis combo, if they aren't 100%, our offense gets out of rhythm. And we've talked about that nonstop shoe. that when Arizona is really rolling, and even in the games when Arizona is not rolling, but it's closer than you think, to Bellis and Ballo are good for about thirty-five points and twenty rebounds, something like that. Tabellas obviously came to play today. He was the best player on the court. I believe uh, that he's going to be a uh, one of uh, seven consensus. He's going to become the seventh consensus first-team AP All-American in uh, school history. But that's probably for another uh, for another talk. But when Ballo is playing like that, you see that that margin for error that Arizona has really goes out the window.
1: Yeah, it does. And uh, Arizona has to be better from the perimeter and find offense from other spots. And that's where, you know, if Ballo is struggling from that uh, regard and Pella Larson isn't picking up the difference, then it hurts Arizona. If Ramey isn't picking up the difference, it hurts Arizona. If uh, Henderson isn't picking up the difference, it hurts Arizona. You get, if, if Crease isn't picking up the difference, it hurts Arizona. You get where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so yeah, Arizona's, again, inherent advantage is two big guys who can be offensive threats on the inside. Not a right. lot of teams have that. It's going to be Arizona, assuming that Ballo is healthy. And I have gener- a variety of potential generic theories as to, you know, what's too much what's Taco Bell. Uh, that's one generic theory. The other is i am he played 14 minutes a game last year and, mm-hmm. and, and he's been thrust into action closer to 30 a game. And I think after a while, and, and, and I've talked about this on some of the other shows, I expect Ballo's minutes to be trailed back a little bit, uh, in anticipation of trying to make a push in March. But to do that, you need Vasar to be better. And Vesar hasn't had a good week either. Uh, so there's a lot of right now it obviously wasn't a good week for Arizona basketball. They split at home, which you don't like, but they weren't very good again. Washington flustered them. And uh, obviously they had no answer for uh, Washington state team today. And it's a bad loss. And, and it's the type of loss that in the course of, you know, when you're trying to figure out resumes and the rest of it, it could be a seeding, hurting loss. It could be the type of loss that changes potentially if you're making a decision from one to another, maybe it changes Arizona's geography. In terms of where they're playing, I don't know. There's still obviously a lot of uh, conference play to go. Uh, and, 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 and there are a lot of teams that are going to have bad nights. Arizona's uh, bad day uh, was this one. And now you hope that they can rectify whatever it is that's going on. And you also hope that this was one of those one-offs in a relatively long basketball season.
0: All right. Travis Strauss has, I think, a good point here. And I want to get to this and kind of the overarching theme here. And we're going to get to all your comments. Again, they're coming in hot and heavy. Appreciate all of you. But first, two things. Four peaks. The three, the, You only got one peak today from the U of A. Normally, you're going to need two or three peaks, at least two peaks. You only got one peak. But the original four peaks is in Tempe, the official brew of PHNX Sports. Check it out, or you can come to the Tap and Bottle watch parties and hang out with us as well and consume some Four Peaks. Great stuff. You can go up there in Tempe, root against ASU, or come to Tem- or, uh, uh, Tap and Bottle and root for U of A with us. Uh, enjoy responsibly, 21 and up. Check the show notes and the link in the description. And DraftKings. All right, here's the deal. John Schuster and I t- single-handedly turned... Uh, the Detroit Pistons into a good team last year by telling all of you to bet against the Pistons. I'm not going to tell you that anymore, but I am going to tell you to bet on a team. If you put down five bucks, you can get up to $200 in free plays. That's simple. That easy. Now, get it? Got to be 21 and up. Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800 Next Step. But that's the deal right there. You got to get uh, hop on DraftKings. Check it out. Check out the show notes and. The link in the description. All right. Travis Strauss right here says, if the Cats can't get something from the backcourt, it'll be a quick march. Um, I read something on message board that I think is uh, very apropos regarding this, where it said, and the guy put that Arizona, he thinks, has maybe the one of the widest margins for um, what you Successful could possibly see. march. Yeah. That he, he said, I could easily see them getting bounced in the second round. I could also see them making the elite eight or beyond. He said there, you could really see both of those because when you see when they're clicking, how tough they are, and they've done this against, uh, you know, your Tennessees of the world, or your Indianas, but then when they're not clicking or they don't get uh, great performances from the bigs, it's a problem. And you saw that today against Washington state. This This didn't feel fluky, what we saw today. Now, again, if they're to play again in a week, I would take Washington. didn't it? It didn't feel fluky to me because Washington State was getting... Arizona, if this... What we saw today, they just weren't good. Now, if they were to play in a week, I think Arizona wins. But if you don't have Ballo being Ballo, to me, that's a big problem right there. And to his point, I'll I'll let you ridicule me in a second because you should. But uh, Strauss... If the cats don't get something from the uh, backcourt, it'll be a quick march. Courtney Ramey was a guy that I think we had huge hopes for, especially after Maui, and he has been very, as the kids like to say, "meh," out there. And is that what the kids like to say? Did you invent that word? I did not invent that word. I don't Arizona even know. What as a, it is.
1: Arizona as a team. Let me see if I can pull this off. I won't be able to pull this off, so I'll botch this. Uh, I'll, it was pretty much meh, Arizona all day long today. Right. Up and down the roster, they—I mean, I mean, yeah—Ballo rightfully deserves to be a focal point. He was terrible today. Uh, Larson was awful today. Ramey has gone through a a series of games now where he hasn't played particularly well. Henderson didn't help. You know, Carissa wasn't particularly good. Like you said, Tabellus was the one guy. Right. Uh, so, so what you can do at the beginning of sentences here is insert name didn't play very well today. Right. Uh, And and that's, uh, you know, sometimes that performance happens. Is it possible as a result of the makeup of this team and certain circumstances and even matchups that Arizona could be in for a short tournament run? Sure. Uh, I, I but I'm also not necessarily convinced that you can't say the same thing about a lot of the top tier of college basketball
0: either. Totally agree. Totally agree. Everybody's got flaws. I mean, you look at it, and you know, uh UConn is a team everybody loves, rightfully so. If you've watched UConn, you know that they're very, very good. UConn had a two-game losing streak last week. Um, granted, losing to Xavier is no problem, but they also lost to Providence by 13 as well. Um, you look at UCLA, they uh they beat Washington State by one earlier, uh, actually last week. So other teams that are that are, you know, very highly thought of have many of the same picadillos is uh you know
1: also also not to not to make an excuse here again and we don't need to reinforce it you saw it Arizona played terrible basketball today but there is a comma splice there however Washington State to me looks like one of those teams that can be a real problem in the in the conference tournament right. uh, they're they're they've not, got some players they're not at the place where you know they're they're probably not equipped to go on a four day tear to get into the tournament. Like some of the Altman, Oregon teams were, uh, but they look, I, I think they're going to be a pretty consistent problem and big picture wise, I guess if you want to look at it to some degree, one of the areas that we've talked about that was a concern for Arizona, uh, was that, that athletic team that had, uh, that, that, that had spring at five spots on the floor, Uh, that could stretch you out a little bit, maybe cause some, you know, uh, some problems in areas where we're not necessarily comfortable what it is that Arizona can do. So the conference this year has a team that is like that in ASU in Oregon, in the two Washington schools at least, uh, and and we haven't even gotten to the top tier of the conference yet. So, you know, that's not a bet. At least Arizona's going to have an understanding heading into the tournament what it's like to play against teams, generally speaking, from an overall style standpoint, uh, that could cause them the most problems. And Washington
0: State is one of the examples of a number of teams in this league for whatever reason that seem to exist on that front. All right. Um, let's see. I got to go back here and find it. But there was a, a great point about hitting the transfer portal. Ty Webb um, he says, "Hope, uh, hoping uh, Lloyd starts looking hard at the transfer portal to get some better uh, guard play for next season because his perimeter is what it is: no ball handling, no athleticism, not athletes." I always I feel kind of at this day day in the game that, and again, I am going to steal a phrase that Doug Gottlieb told me, and I am going to pretend that. Uh, well, I am not going to pretend because I am giving him credit, <laughs> but, uh, but. The thing with the transfer portal, though, is that, again, like Gottlieb said, there are no pros in the transfer portal. There aren't All-Americans in the transfer portal. There's pieces. There's nice, you know, a guy that can maybe fill a void, but you're not going to get a – and I I know you're not saying this, Ty, but you're not going to get Damon Stoudemire in the transfer portal. You're not – those guys just – because they're off to the NBA. Um, So I think that that's something, if you're really going to improve – You know, some of the issues on the perimeter, that's got to have to be through straight high school recruiting, in my opinion. Uh, John Schuster.
1: Thank you. Uh, This, hey, high school recruiting is something that Arizona is going to have to pay attention to. And, uh, you know, do they need an uptick in athleticism? I think that's fair to say. There is an area, however, you know, and it's on the wing. And and there are two players on the wing who we haven't even talked about. As bad as everybody else was today, Adama Ball didn't even get on the floor, and right. he's he's the closest player. If he developed to the level that I think Arizona had hoped that he would, that from a defensive standpoint could cause perimeter consternation because of his size. Mm-hmm. From and there, his length. Could, yes. From there, you could trickle down a little bit to what Larson could do off the ball with those sorts of things, what Henderson could do in situations like that. And uh, then then maybe you'd be in a slightly better position to at least a little bit replace the athleticism that Arizona had on the perimeter last year. From a guard standpoint, you know, you want – Boswell's young, so you kind of give him a pass, but you anticipate that he's going to keep improving. You hope the improvement uh, is a significant leap uh, over the course of the next couple months. Ramey's in a slump, and you hope he works out of it. And it's just not one of those things where he's just packed it in for some reason. Uh, so there's a lot of your, and Carissa is what he is. Carissa had some oper- and, and overall, again, Arizona was full, 422 from three point range. Yeah. You know, that's just that, but they actually had some open looks. So if they're, if they're normal from three-point range, not even necessarily good, this becomes a much more interesting game, I think. And it was one of those matchups where Arizona had opportunities to do that, but something across the board just wasn't right. And I don't know if it wasn't right because everybody just had a bad shooting day or there was something else going on that uh, you know was in the moment or it's a larger thing that has to be dealt with. And At this stage, I, in the here and now, I just don't know. Uh, and it's always kind of difficult when you play as poorly as you do and you see what's in front of you to try to extrapolate whether this is a huge issue that's going to be Arizona's bugaboo for the remainder of the season, or whether this was just a one-off that pretty much every team in college basketball goes through at some stage.
0: All right, Rudy Bastiles coming in here with new, another troll. All right, Mr. Bastille, Xavier looks good and well-coached so far. <laughs> I will remind you of this, that in the last five years under Miller, Arizona won zero tournament games. You know, there's my, there's that, my, that, my, there's that, my mic drop. Let's
1: that was it. a, oh, no, oh, I that, that, that was a solid, uh, <laughs> that was a solid retort right there. Uh, not that, you know, i for 45 seconds on that.
0: Take, as long, take a minute 45, I, if you want.
1: <laughs> I'm glad Miller is succeeding at Xavier. And I think, and I'm hoping that he's been humbled and willing to improve his approach on offense. Had Sean Miller stayed at Arizona, that would not have happened. So, Great. if Miller was still at Arizona, Miller, Arizona teams would have played exactly the same way more than likely. He needed frustrating things to happen for him and frustrating things to happen for Arizona fans and, uh, you know, for for the program as a whole for both of them to get into positions where they can improve. And Miller is doing, i if anyone's surprised that he's taking a Xavier team in his first year and they're overachieving, You haven't been paying attention to what Miller's coaching capabilities are. But he's much better offensively and much more willing to try different things than he ever was at Arizona. And I don't think magically, if Miller was still here, that he'd be doing that at the U of A because he would still have the arrogance that I think kind of got in his way. And, And I'm hopeful that, you know, a lot of that's out of his system. There's a willingness to learn and adjust and adapt. And he can be successful at Xavier. And Arizona has a coach that's what that, that has an overall record of what? 46 and six so far? It's not like both right. programs are doing badly. It's not like Arizona has completely tanked as a result of having Tommy Lloyd in the fold. So if
0: both of them are successful, so you mean to wait a second. You mean to tell them. me that for you mean to tell me that forty-six and six to start off his career at Arizona? Not good. It's rough.
1: Yeah, it's rough. Clearly pretty rough. Although, <laughs> oh, Real question, quick, Ty, obviously, this was this was by far Arizona's worst game
0: under Lloyd, I think. Right. Uh, Ty, you know, as soon as I said that, I was hoping that you weren't next level because Texas is the one example. Marcus Carr was, is absolutely fantastic. Totally agree with you on that. But guys like that generally aren't there. But touche. Good point. All right. We have uh, we're touching base with Estonia right now. Korea. as a proud Estonian, I take every criticism about Estonia players way too personally. Well, I'm going to tell you one thing right here. You've come to the right place. Not for criticism, but we are big fans of Henry Vesar on this show. I believe that Henry Vesar is going to be a problem in this conference and that he will play in the NBA. Stick with us. Even if we criticize a little bit, big picture, we have Estonia's back right here. Always remember that. Um I don't know if that's a good thing. Oh, but one thing that also has
1: my back. Do you you know that I, before you get to that, I have a Talon Tigers rugby jersey. Perhaps I'll wear it one day. You should wear it
0: next next post game. Uh,
1: Okay. Uh, I won't be around for the next post game, but uh, I'll wait for the next post game perhaps
0: that I am on. Where are you going to be? I'm going to not be here. Okay. Well, fair enough. All right. But now... Guess who also has my back? More furniture, MORfurniture.com. Now you might say to yourself, Mike, what really has your back? More furniture does. You can get some of the best furniture out there for all shapes and sizes of people right there. And it's very comfortable. It can be for six foot 10, Brody Dryden, or myself. And it's comfortable. It's well priced. Check it out, MORfurniture.com. If it's good enough for the four peaks, it's good enough for any of us. And game time. Let's just say that you wanted to watch this botched operation of a game today at the last <laughs> second, and you're like, I don't know where to go. 621 Cats doesn't, doesn't have the answers. Game Time has the answers. Game Time checks it out. Uh, you so Many times you can get 60% off, and on top of that – it's uh they can get you into concerts venues who needs a radio hookup when you got game time right there check it out game time that's for you rudy um all right now uh let's see here people asking shoe, are you going to be hitting the town shoe with the little emoji old bald guy hitting the town <laughs> like that'll, that'll be a heck of a look yeah right, I'll, all right. Uh, oh Big. now let's talk big picture though about this team so again um, this was a bad week across the board, like you said for Arizona, because yes, Arizona beat Washington, but they looked terrible doing it. And in this game, it didn't even look like the effort was really there. Which uh, you know, which I think is kind of the inexcusable part. Is this something that we are worried about, or is this something that we'll know a little bit more next week? Because I'm getting a little worried that they do play down to teams that just aren't very good. They just
1: you know, it it did have that feeling today. And I've been a little dismissive of the they play down to their competition argument. Uh, but it, it certainly felt like they came into this game thinking that they could just go through the motions. And to Washington State's credit, uh, they made Arizona illustrate that that wasn't a good thing. Maybe, just maybe, this is one of those ugly lessons that Arizona learns and uh, gets to the point where they recognize that that's just not an approach you can take. Uh, but... Is there reason? uh, Sure, there's reason to be concerned, uh, but is it is it alarming just yet? I don't think so, because because again, you know, a couple examples here. As as bad as today's game was, again, dreadful. Uh nobody's gonna argue that. Even me with all due even, respect, it was even, a bad con- game. Even Contrarian probably isn't gonna argue that this was Cosmic dreadful. Contrarian. Let's unless see if cosmic, he's in here. Unless Cosmic Contrarian's an ASU fan and thinks it's a great game because Arizona was dreadful. But nevertheless, there's dread, and Arizona was dread. Uh anyway, it, it it's one of those things where you know you're you're just trying to navigate and figure out exactly what it is that Arizona can do well. And how they go about improving, and if you look even even at today's game, they cut the lead to five, and then had three god awful consecutive possessions that ended the run. But even in those god awful possessions, they had open looks. There were a couple times where there were threes that were available that just didn't go in, and and, and that's where you kind of have an idea. It's one of those. It's just one of those days. There was a possession they had, and I think they were eventually fouled. Where well, they had five shots. Yeah, where on they, one uh, possession four, down four the four or five shots. Yeah. I didn't, that's just a microcosm of sometimes you just can't shoot the ball. Sometimes, right. And it was bad across the board. So, you know, you did, than, let me
0: ask you this yeah. if you get a normal, because by all, it sounds like uh, Umar Bala was still dealing with the, uh, the stomach bug again. I don't know if it's too much Taco Bell. I actually had two people text me. I don't know what his deal was. I was just <laughs> throwing that out there. Why do I'm you like, bag on Taco Bell. I love Taco Bell.
1: Oh, it's a love hate thing you got going on with Taco
0: Bell. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah, passing the right. president. But Bong. yeah, but let's just say if Umar Balo is normal Umar Balo performance today, and um, by the way, I remember that dong from those commercials. Oh, right. that sounded terrible. But um, <laughs> but uh, um, <laughs> wow, you're watching some weird commercials, right? Man. For sure. But if Umar Balo had had his normal game, um, where uh, does Arizona win this game?
1: Probably. I mean, they they probably have enough, and they get Washington State into foul trouble. And, uh, you know, it may not be pretty, but they're probably on the winning side of this game because things trickle down a little bit. Uh, right. and, and if you have Ballo and Tabellus on the, it, it it lightens up the low. One complements the other. When there's just one that plays well, Arizona's not as good. And right. then that works its way into other positions. And they need a guy or a couple guys in other positions who can pick up the slack. And today, nobody did it for Tabellus. Tabellus tried like crazy and was a mismatch. what was clearly a mismatch. Remember at the beginning of the game, Arizona's entire strategy on its, what, first five, six possessions, just, just pounded on the inside. They don't have an answer for Tabellus. I think Tabellus scored the first seven points. He did. Uh, he had 17
0: then, points in the first seven minutes.
1: Yeah. And then Arizona didn't score for the next eight minutes, whatever right. it, was. it was. It was just, you know, one of those across the board, Arizona was bad, and they put too much pressure on tabellas and they didn't help him out uh arizona's been good enough usually to get ballo to play well which complements tabellas or vice versa and then you have an opportunity to have open looks from three and guys a- and arizona's team is good enough to to score a- a- across the board and make things balanced enough to be effective and today nobody outside of tabellas was, sure was Ballo's win. fault i don't i don't think it was ballo's an easy one to pick on and again he was Awful today, and everyone recognizes it. But again, up and down the roster, everybody else, other than Tabellus was terrible today, too.
0: Jordan Moon. uh, I actually, true story, I actually went to uh, elementary school with a a kid named Jordan Moon. This is not the same Jordan Moon, but he makes a very interesting point. Asking about if Pella Pella, um, takes contested three-pointers, I've noticed this as well, that when, when Pella takes a three, if there is anybody within like three feet of him, it looks like it's almost a prayer where even if he's kind of standing, uh, you know, open, it still looks like he's kind of just wishing the ball into the basket. That's something I didn't expect to be honest with you. I thought Pella Larson would be a 40 plus percent three point shooter. And just judging by what I've seen in his confidence, he's not close to that.
1: Yeah, Mike, and it doesn't even look like he's anywhere near that. Does he? Right. Uh,
0: Not, not just from a statistical standpoint, but just how
1: it looks uncomfortable. uncomfortable. You know, Crease, you expect to go through some pockets here and there, but very often creases fairly close to the rim. Uh, Larson often misses fairly badly, and yeah. that's, not, uh, that's not a positive indication of the way, th- way things can go. But this is one of those if areas that Arizona now has a couple of months to work on again. You have to be competent from three-point range because what teams are going to do against Arizona is obvious. They're going to pack it in, and they're going to try to make it as difficult as possible on the disadvantage that they have, and that's trying to defend Tabellis and Ballo. So when you do that, your other players have to be able to pick up the slack. And over the course of the last couple of weeks, there have been some pretty significant pockets where that hasn't happened, and today was the most glaring example across the
0: board of that taking place. What I would, what I would caution, though, people, though, is again, when you watch watch around college basketball this year, there are, all these teams have flaws. Now there are certainly teams that, if I'm Arizona, I'm not looking at. Uh, I'm not. Um, looking forward to playing in the NCAA tournament. There's certainly some teams out there and we've talked about this before the template for Arizona. And again, I know what just happened with Washington state, but if you're going to go against Arizona, the best way to be able to beat them is to be physical and to be able to pressure and to be able to, you know, showcase your athleticism because those are some things that Arizona, you know, lacks to a certain extent, but, and by the way, chef Duarte in here again, back the a, my friend back the a, the movement is strong. Um, now but this is I think we're going to find out a lot more about this team, because what is it? The Oregon schools coming up next. I think that's right. Uh, yeah. All right. So you got Oregon coming up. Oregon's look terrible this year. Oregon State has as well. But Oregon always plays Arizona tough. I mean, even last year. And you should be able to beat Oregon State as well. If you if you come back from there and, you know, a split or both these games are really ugly, You probably start worrying a little bit.
1: Well, I think there's reason to believe the Oregon game is going to be ugly. Mm -hmm. I think Arizona has an opportunity to be pretty successful against Oregon State. Oregon's athleticism is a concern. The concern, however, may be that both teams play poorly, that Oregon does a good job taking Arizona out of its comfort zone and Oregon on the offensive end has no clue what the game of basketball still is. I'm still not. completely out on oregon based on dana altman's track record right i may be wrong i may be you know i'm just I'm, i'm still i'm still on the fence on them and i know it he never got it right last year he might not get it right this year but i'm not at that i'm not at that point in the first week in january where we all get all freaked out and count out oregon Uh, but i would hope that if Oregon improves to the level that Altman as a coach is capable perhaps of getting them maybe that doesn't happen next week right. uh, you, you know but that's obvious th- those are obviously games that they are circling as well so so the template is out there but there are a lot of again there are a lot of things that Arizona can do most notably on the inside that is an advantage that puts pressure on a lot of the other elite teams as well tennessee's a good basketball team and arizona was better Creighton is going to get this figured out. Arizona was better.
0: Indiana is Indiana's a very good team. I watched that game very yeah. closely. You can uh, tell that Arizona and Indiana, were. You know. these are still
1: teams that Arizona beat. Uh, so, you, you know, I think the cats are the cat Arizona's good. Uh, you know, and, and I think they're one of the better teams in the country among a, among a hand, you know, I, I don't know, 10, 12 teams overall that have a pretty legitimate chance that have advantages. If I was to rank one team right now that I thought was the best of the country, that, that, that was best possession by possession and game to game, I would think Houston is the one that shows above everything. very good. Uh, because even, even their loss, they had a 15-point lead. Uh, so so they're the one team that I kind of look at that said, if I had to pick a favorite, it'd probably be them going in. But does that mean they're not beatable as well? Certainly not. It's And, and Arizona has a distinct advantage that gives them an opportunity to be
0: successful. And that's a good thing to have once you come into tournament time. All right. Now, let me tell you something else that gives you a distinct advantage of being successful, especially if you're in college. Illegal Pete's. Now, you might say to yourself, what am I going to do on a weekend right here? I want some high energy. I want to be able to go mingle with people, drink, you know, you name it. Illegal Pete's has it. Not only do they have it, they have good food. They have, again, good scenery. Everything you want, Illegal Pete's has. You can go to the Tempe location, or if you're cool, you can be down here in Tucson at University. Illegal Pete's, love to have them on board with us. We're going to be having some more uh, uh, news, I think, about Illegal Pete's and Tap and Bottle before we get to there. Tap and Bottle, the official place for all the away game watch parties. Come check it out. Matthew Bothwell on there. He's vouched for it. Matthew is the man. John Schuster has shown up. Uh, it's a fun time. Yell at the TV. Yell at ASU. Make fun of me. You got four peaks on. Uh, you got four peaks there and Mount Mike's Pizza. Check it out. All right. I got a funny joke for everybody out there. Oh, goody. Oh, All right. Boy. Is, the, is the because, joke is going
1: to be as funny as you wear your hat? What's wrong with my hat? Oh, nothing. Um, anyway, go ahead. I want to hear your joke.
0: I like, my, I like how where's What's wrong with my hat? I wouldn't. I wouldn't nothing. All right. Here's, Here's what I got all right, Dana Altman is from Crete, Nebraska. What do you call somebody, John Schuster, that moves out of Crete, Nebraska?
1: Mm, let me think on that one. Hmm, let me think on that one. I bet an there's excretion. An... Oh! Get that, it. That is possibly, it's not, but it's possibly the greatest joke ever told in the history
0: of mankind. It sounded like it just came from Bill Walton. <laughs> okay. Even I, better right. than that. All right. Um, yes, I want to put this one right here. It's not all doom and gloom. It's just one very bad game. The team should not be characterized by mistakes it makes, but how it reacts to those mistakes and takes corrective action. Action. I love that. But you got to. Everybody else here, we've got to remember as well that this team is still. Again, they're not going to be ranked fifth after this game, but they are. Uh, this is still a team that will probably be in the top 10. This is a team, and they're certainly better than I thought they'd be this year. I thought that they'd be about a 17 to 20 team, something like that. They're somewhere in that fringe 10 range right there. So this is still a good team. This was an awful weekend, well, though. Well, well, Mike, who's better? Well, like you said, oh. Now you've got to come up with 10 teams
1: that are better. All right, and well, I'll, I'll give you a couple. On a, on a day-to-day, yeah. match-up-to-match-up
0: in the tournament is better. Um, Houston, I think is definitely better. Um, Texas, well, they don't have a Texas doesn't have a coach now. So I, yeah, I cross them off. Um, no, and your point's well taken. There's not a team out there that I look at on a given day outside of Houston. I think Houston is a very tough matchup for Arizona. Um, not that they're significantly better. I think they're a tough matchup for Arizona, but there's not a team out there that I look at and say, Arizona can't beat them on a neutral court. And, not the thing where we need 19 threes to be able to go in, to be able to beat them. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, can, can Kansas beat Arizona? Yeah. Can, you know, can UCLA beat Arizona? UCLA Arizona? UCLA beat Arizona. Yeah. There's a, there, there, there are a lot of, there are teams in that top tier that can obviously get W's against the cats and the
0: cats can get W's against all of them. Right. All right. Everybody out there really appreciate you. I know it was a bummer game, but you know what? Being able to, um, uh, oh, by the way, this is very funny. Garrett, has the team used all their energy at Illegal Pete's? Which <laughs> is great, by the way. Check out Illegal Pete's. But, um, again, appreciate all of you. You're you're all the ones that make the show. Um, big shout-out again. I've said his name twice. I'll say it one more time. Generally, our biggest turnouts are games when Arizona wins. But, right, and, you know, obviously, right, Rudy doesn't come to those games. Rudy comes to the games when we lose, But I'm grateful for Rudy either way because he pushes the viewing numbers up. So I appreciate you, dude. But everybody out there, really appreciate you. And uh, Scott Parker, uh, we talked about Courtney Ramey. Arizona is going to be a lot of trouble if he's averaging three or four points per game. I'm not saying that I need him to average 18, but I need him to average a little bit more than that. But I will be back with you tomorrow. John Schuster, I guess, will be on vacation. Yeah, I'm just wandering. I'm just wandering locales. Right. All right. Well, you know what? You deserve it. Um, thanks that's very kind but again appreciate all of you hundreds of comments you guys are the best we will be i will be back with you tomorrow but for john schuster i'm mike luke you've been listening to the az wildcats podcast